You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Always Aggravated, a Mike Valenti signature podcast. This week on Always Aggravated, it's a good one. We're all involved. Roberto drunk texting, Roberto learning what thirsty means, and then we basically drop a bomb on the, on the Phoenix Suns in our Worst Franchises in Sports series. Coming up next. Actually, before we get into our topics today, can, can we just, as a group, have a conversation? This is important, because I know David and Mike, you agree with me, but R- Roberto, there cannot be any more drunk texting. Oh, stop <laughs> that. There can't be. I, I, everything was on the level. I don't know what you're talking about. Last night, it's but but here's my issue. At 9:30 at night. So what? Well, I don't want to talk to you. You guys at that have sent point. me plenty of stuff at night. Those are about you games. guys were in a text thread, and work. I just jumped in. Yeah, that on was it. work related. Yeah, that's like, hey man, did you just see this? Or oh my god, I can't believe he did that. Roberto hard selling me about mafia topics for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And unrelenting. I mean, Roberto, at one point, I showed Sully our text exchange. I mean, at one point, I literally, in three separate texts, sent you the words, I don't care. And I didn't, did that stop me? Didn't stop. (laughs) Persistency right there. And and Roberto wants to straight up come on this pod and defame people. He wants to slander people. He's like, squeaky wheel gets the grease. Bro, you you won't believe the story that I've got. I'll have one of my guys come on and tell it. Don't give it away. We're working on something that's going to be big. I'm telling you. We're talking point shaving. I'm like, Roberto... We will all a get fired and b possibly get shot and killed. I got kids, Roberto. I got kids. Right. David's family all shot up inside his home because of you and your (laughs) fantasies. No, no, no. Why don't we start out with another series of our worst franchises in sports? It's been a couple of weeks, and David put together a hell of a presentation. This is where Roberto can put his head down for a minute, and then we have to get into uh, what the hell is it? The millennial slang guide. Yeah, so it's it's a bunch of different words. There's like 77 words. We'll break down some of them. Of millennial words, millennial slang phrases that people don't know what the hell it means. Now, are Roberto's kids millennials? Or are they they might young? actually be past that generation. They're past. Yeah. What's the millennial cutoff? I believe it's 1980 through... Let me get an exact date here. Yeah, but I'm not a millennial. I know. I was born in 1980. No, you are a millennial. Bullshit. Please. Yeah, I, okay, yeah, I so that. I know. See, people say 1980. I don't believe it. 1981 and 1996. Ah, okay. Yep, not a millennial. Uh, okay. What am I? 
You're like Gen... Gen X? Gen Y, X, Y. I don't. I'm a better generation, I'll tell you that. Yeah, Generation X, yeah. Okay, yeah, I was a good generation. Um, But we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, if you have not tuned in for this, it's important. Uh, On our regular show here in Detroit, I, I really, amongst things I dislike... Inept, bad franchises are at the top of the list. I, I, I think bad sports teams and bad owners, it's one of the most dishonest, disrespectful, reprehensible, uh, malfeasant actions uh, that exist on the planet. There's no excuse to be chronically awful for decade upon decade upon decade. And then when we find out the reasons you suck, it just generally pisses me off. So we wanted to create this list. Now, if you want to go back through past episodes and hear some of the other teams, you can And we have a scoring system that we do. So far, we've done the Knicks, the Marlins, the Wizards. Um, Today, we're going to cover what I think is one of the grossest examples of it. It would be the Phoenix Suns. So I want to dive in. And David, you did some great research on this. And look, you know the main focus for me would be the ownership. But we have four pillars of ineptitude. There's pillar number one is your owner is shithead. Uh, There's pillar two, the on-field suckitude. Uh, There's pillar three, are your fans assholes? And then there's, well, pillar four, which is the off-court embarrassment, the off-field embarrassment that your franchise incurs. And it just so happens, yesterday, the Phoenix Suns incurred it as Josh Jackson, another failed lottery pick, decided he was a VIP at Rolling Loud in Miami, except he wasn't a VIP. And yet he repeatedly tried to go into the VIP. He was then arrested, handcuffed, and decided, hey, I'm 6'8". No one will notice me running away handcuffed. He has now picked up a felony. He has picked up resisting arrest. Mm-hmm. I know. It's one thing if Roberto drunkenly, hey, boss, let me in the VIP. You're, <laughs> you're an NBA player. The story got out. It's off-court embarrassment. But, David, you want? I think we have to start with Robert Sarver. Fair? Yeah, sure. All right. So in your findings... What was the most, because you know I'm going to go off on this, Mm -hmm. but what was the most surprising thing when you delved into Robert Sarver, who's one of the four worst owners in the sport? I think the most surprising thing was uh, something you texted me was about the goats. Oh, the goat incident. (laughs) <laughs> oh, David, did, yeah, Roberto's like turning white. Is, no, it's not sexual. No. It's Robert Sarver decided it would be a funny prank to take a live goat and lock it inside of his embattled general manager's office. At that point, I believe it was uh, Ryan McDonough, mm-hmm. former Celtics assistant GM. Well, what do you think happens when a wild goat is trapped in an office all day? The boss move. No, no. The goat pissed and shit everywhere. Exactly. In his general manager's office. That's the owner who thought that was funny. (laughs) Mind you, mind you, and if you go back, wasn't McDonough fired shortly afterwards? Yes, he was. Okay. That's what they're doing down in Phoenix. Yep. That's like a Michael Scott, Todd Packer uh, stunt from the office or something. (laughs) The other, I mean, Sarver purchased the team in 04. Now, he paid a record price for it, which is, it's amazing to hear it now, $400 million. I know. Now you get teams selling for $2 billion. Um, but in his time as owner since 2004, how many head coaches do you think, Mike? Since 2004, um, five. Six. Nine. Wow. Nine coaches. <laughs> how many general managers? Three. Seven. Yeah, that's crazy. Seven. In Devin Booker's five-year career. Mm-hmm. 
right? People question, is Devin Booker a winning player? How can you even begin to evaluate Devin Booker? Five coaches, five GMs, five years in the league. Yep. Robert Sarver is awful. The Suns haven't made the playoffs since 2009, and they have finished at or above 500 twice in that span. Now, mind you, this is a franchise that, for its existence, 51 years, has made the playoffs 29 times. The Phoenix Suns growing up were always yes. a playoff team. Yes. Always. Kevin Johnson, Charles Barkley. Yes, and even before then, I mean, Tom Chambers. Yep. And, and you had the, 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 the teams that extended into the 2000s. Yes, they were kind of ugly sometimes, but you had... You know, that Steve Nash revival, second, seven seconds or less. Yes. You know, you had great players. Amari Stoudemire. Yeah. Oh, man. Before Amari got hurt, unguardable. The point is, this team, this owner, he is notoriously cheap. Uh, in the fall of 2018, Sarver has threatened the city of Phoenix, which is a good basketball town. He has threatened them on separate occasions to take the team to Seattle. Yep. To take the team to Vegas. Uh, the, the Phoenix City Council then did the worst thing they could do. They gave this cheapskate money, gave him $230 million he was asking for to renovate the arena, and he got it. Now, one former player, David, this was a great anecdote you researched. One former player remembers Sarver barging into the locker room following a loss to instruct big men on how to set better screens. <laughs> this would be the equivalent of Roberto. It may as well have been Roberto barging into the Suns locker room. <laughs> you think Robert Sarver is the guy to deliver this scorched earth speech about setting better screens? That's, That's I, unbelievable. Right, but this is real life. Uh, also, uh, a former assistant talks about a story where Sarver confronted... Did Sully just yawn into the microphone? Did that just happen? That was Roberto. That wasn't me. <laughs> not on purpose. Yeah, wow. that was, I'm not going to take blame for that one. What a complete asshole. There's no cough buttons in here. Uh, you are an utter disgrace. A former assistant was floored when Sarver confronted the head. I can't even continue. Wait a second. Hold on. Just finish. No, no. Time, time. Hold on. This is This is important. Do you mean to tell me that the sports portion of this pod is so tough for you to oh, endure stop. that you yawned into the microphone for, for all the audience <laughs> to delight in? No, this is great. I'm even looking at the uh, Phoenix Suns Wikipedia right now. Wow. Such I, deep research. I, I did not know that at one time partial owners were uh, singers. Andy Williams, Bobby Gentry. Of course he goes to that. Great. Uh, they were part of Andy owners. Williams, like the guy who sang It's the Most Wonderful Time of <laughs> yeah, the Year. Yeah, he was a part owner. Holy shit, that song must have done better than I thought. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, the point is, outside of Roberto slipping into a coma and telling us <laughs> random Andy Williams stuff, uh, how about the assistant coaches? Halftime, he insisted, he walks in and insists they run a trap on an opposing point guard who had abused the Suns' defense. <laughs> January 2012, Sarver dressed down future Hall of Famer Grant Hill. David, this should anger you. It did us. Grant's your hero. Can you imagine the owner going in and lighting up Grant Hill, the ultimate gentleman, for allowing former son Vince Carter to go off for a quick 15 points? <laughs> You also have multiple instances of Robert Sarver baiting and screaming and heckling the opposition courtside. I will tell you this. I, David, in our series here, I think Sarver is probably on par with Dolan. Yes. If I had to go 0 to 10 
and that's our scoring system. I'm giving Robert Sarver a 10 yep. wow. for being complete shit as an owner. Is that now, guys, am I overstepping here? You know I hate Sarver. He's yeah, threatened he, his he, fan base. Think of the, is there anyone worse? He's begged for public money. Mm-hmm. He's destroyed a good franchise. He is cheap. He is petulant. He is an egomaniac. He covers every base. I, to me, he's a 10. Yeah, I had no idea it was quite this bad either. That's why we do this. I, could, I can't do 10 just because you set the bar at 10. Okay. So I would say, like, right. I would go nine and a half. So, nine, how, about, nine so and how, half. About this? how about this? David, let's give Sully a little bit of sprinkles, mm-hmm. right? The Sunday's made. What, what kind of sprinkles do you like, Mike? You like the all chocolate ones? You like sure. the rainbow? Anything, what, yeah. What rainbow. What do you want rain- on your Sunday? Rainbow, All right. sure. How about this? How do you fire a general manager three days before the season? Right. Fired Ryan McDonough. How do you fire a head coach like a three days into the season? <sighs> Mike. Crazy. I, you want nine and a half? That's fine. On D- principle, yes. D- I, I agree. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. David, where are you at? I would go 10. I mean, just alone, him on the sideline baiting the other team, going into the locker room to talk to the coaches and teach about screens, that's a 10. I mean, he's acting like he's a player, like he knows everything about basketball. Come on now. Well, it says here he is a CPA, so... Oh, so he knows how to set screens. Well, yeah, it says a certified public asshole. Mm. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. All right, a quick break just to talk about our launch sponsor. It's the D Las Vegas. You're looking to get away, relax, have a good time? D Las Vegas has everything you need. I mean, hell, we're there every March for March Madness, and as I've said before, there ain't no better setup. On the strip, off the strip, it don't matter. Go to the D, go to that chalet upstairs, and ain't nothing better. Bottom line, next time you go to Vegas, check out the D.com. Completely renovated. Downtown is not what you remember. Hell of a lot of new places. It's, it's a damn good time. There's really no other way to put it. And again, the D has everything you need. You're not going to spend a ton of money on the room. Take that money and go do fun things with it. Do what Sully does. Make a bunch of losing basketball bets. Or, well, or for Sully, fall asleep on the horse racing machine on the second floor vintage casino. The bottom line, the D's got it all. They got the sports book. They got the long bar. They got it all. Check it out. The D.com to book your stay today. It's the D.com, the D Las Vegas. And as you know, it is your home for Detroit sports in Vegas. By the way, the goat incident we referenced earlier... Yeah, it was a practical joke, but Sarver thought it was an inspirational right. message that the sun should find a goat of their own, <laughs> one who dominates. The goat shit and pissed all over McDonough's office. He was shortly right. gone after. How is that a sign of we need a goat? Okay, so I'm going Sarver 10. Sully wants the 9.5. David wants the 10. Here, David, how about we go 9.75 just to complicate things? <laughs> yeah. David, write down 9.75. All right, on-court ineptitude. Now, they used to be good, but never won a title. Had the Kevin Johnson, Charles Barkley era teams, made the finals, didn't win a title. Had the Nash teams, had some nice playoff runs, didn't win a title. 51 years, no title. 29 of them are playoff years. They have a 530 win percentage, but the last decade has been embarrassing. Can I give you some of the, like I always laugh, people knock tanking or they knock the process, and it's like, no, you don't get it. Like, if I give you 10 spins at the wheel, mm-hmm. but you're an inept idiot, that's not the process that failed. That's <laughs> right. you being inept. Do you want to listen to some of these moves? A, they traded I- Isaiah Thomas to the Celtics mm-hmm. for a song. 
Isaiah Thomas becomes an MVP caliber player with the Celtics. That's 2015. So that July, they decided to double down. They signed Tyson Chandler. And you go, oh, well, Tyson Chandler didn't have a bad career. No, no, they didn't sign Tyson Chandler because they wanted him. They did it to entice LaMarcus Aldridge to sign with Phoenix. Three days later, Aldridge signs with the Spurs. (laughs) You're now stuck with a big money contract in Tyson Chandler. Unbelievable. Okay. Now, Marcus Morris. They had both Morris twins, Markeith and Marcus. They trade him to the Pistons. They botched the relationship with Markeith after trading his twin brother to the Pistons. The trade of Marcus gave Phoenix the requisite cap space to chase LaMarcus Aldridge. (laughs) They didn't get LaMarcus Aldridge. You alienated two of your better players and signed a third guy. Just to get the guy, Mm -hmm. the guy didn't show up. He signed with the Spurs. They then follow it up in February of that year and traded the other Morris twin who was so disgruntled and so bitter about how things were handled. They traded Markeith to Washington for the dead bodies of Chris Humphreys, Dewan Blair, and a first-round pick that was later traded to the Kings (laughs) in a package to move up for... Some guy named Marquise Chris. <laughs> the problem is, Marquise Chris was taken like number seven overall, mm-hmm. but he was awful. 2017, things get so bad. Oh, wait, October 22nd, like three days into the season, they fire Earl Watson, their head coach. A day later, they send their starting point guard home. This name will sound familiar. He's now a star and just got a $70 million contract with the Bucks. Eric Bledsoe sent home. Bledsoe tweeted in the afternoon, simply, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Close quote. That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Now, as often as I've thought about just saying that on the air, oh, wait, I have. For Eric Bledsoe to go out on Twitter and say straight up, <laughs> I don't need how many characters are allowed now? Screw it. Keep all of them. right? Yeah. Here's 13. I don't want to be here. Well, he wasn't. He was sent home. A um, couple of other things. And I, I look, draft history, like off, think about these decisions. Now, I don't know how far you want to go back, David. I mean, they draft Kendall Marshall, 13th overall in 2012. Mm-hmm. Who? They draft Alex Len, 5th overall in 13. Who? Mm. T.J. Warren, 14th. I mean, he's... Nah, I ain't going to make the case. They had another first-round pick at 18 with Tyler Ennis. They had Bogdan Bogdanovich at 27. That's the best player they drafted. They traded him that day. (laughs) Right. Devin Booker, good. Everything after, bad. How about Dragon Bender, number four overall? I mean, Scal LaBCA, traded on draft day. Mm. Uh, Josh Jackson, four overall, total bum. DeAndre Ayton instead of Luka Doncic. Instead of Trey Young, when you need a point guard. Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, wait. Robert Sarver went to school where? Yep. Arizona. Arizona's University Heart Cardiac Center is named? Oh, that's right. The Sarver Cardiac Institute. Mm-hmm. Where'd DeAndre Ayton go to school? Arizona. This franchise off-court failure the last 10 years, to me, is a 10. The first 41 years of the franchise, I would put their off-court failure very low. But I think the last decade has been so bad. It's been so offensive. It's been so bullshit. I would have to give them recency bias admitted. I'd have to give them a, a six and a half or seven. 
I know they had 40 years where they were at least yep. solid, good fan support, great players. You've turned... You, you, it's so ridiculous. I, I just, I, I go six and a half or Well, seven. the Eric Bledsoe stuff was so egregious with how that whole thing was handled. The draft picks, yeah, you look at it right here as we just broke it down. It's, it's, Jeez. it's you're not hitting on any draft picks. I would say seven and a half. All right, David, where are you at? I would agree with Sully with the seven and a half. All right, go seven and a half. Write yeah. it down. Lock and load. All right, issue number three, the off-court embarrassment. Uh, Bledsoe, I don't want to be here. The Morris twins, the controversy, mm-hmm. awful. Um, Josh Jackson yesterday, rolling loud. I think it has to be a part of it. Putting a goat in your GM's office and it pisses and shits everywhere. Having your owner threaten to take the team away only to put a, a social media video out there to lie to people saying, oh, I never talked about leaving, mm-hmm. maybe just leaving the city of Phoenix for a suburb. Oh, how about the city council where Robert Sarver got straight up Dracarius, Game of Thrones reference, <laughs> By a 98-year-old lady or whatever she was. Go look at that YouTube yeah. clip. City meeting, and you've got old ladies dropping bombs on you. <laughs> the off-court embarrassment to me of the Phoenix Suns. Here's the other thing. I don't know if people here care, because obviously we live in Detroit. I, Phoenix and the greater Phoenix area are one of the It's one of the best places in America to live. Sure. I love it. I think it's a fabulous part of the country. The weather's amazing. I think it's a cool series of towns, and whether it's Scottsdale, mm-hmm. it's Chandler, it's Mesa, it's it's certainly Phoenix proper, you know, whatever. Dude, you've turned a place that should be a free agent destination, and you have made it persona non grata. You have made it a place where nobody will take your money. Yep. I mean, that level of off-court embarrassment, I mean it. I, I, I would put them at I would again— I would put them at a solid eight or a nine. I'm trying to maintain balance because at one point it was a kick-ass place to play and they always had really good players and they always were interesting. But I'll be damned if you get to have arguably the worst decade of of embarrassment. You basically are the process minus any form of ability. You're the process without bearing any legitimate fruit. I mean, go ahead. Recency bias admitted. I'd say seven and a half or eight. David, go ahead. I was going to say nine because of number of coaches. <laughs> nine coaches in 15 years. That has to be part of all field of Seven GMs in 15 years. And by the way, you just named James freaking Jones mm-hmm. your general manager. Are you kidding me? He was LeBron's caddy for 20 years. Yep. That James Jones. David wants a nine. I'd go seven. Sully split it. What do you want to do? Yeah, I would be right in that range again of seven and a half or eight, kind of in the middle. So Let's meet in the middle and go eight. I'm fine with it. Hey, what's up, guys? Sully here, and I want to talk to you about our good friends, of course, over at Coppercraft Distillery in Holland, Michigan. They got a ton of stuff going on right now. I'm sure you've seen them in the news. They're taking over the right field at Comerica Park, and they're expanding a lot. Guys, it's just proof that you need to try Coppercraft. If you haven't tried them yet, go out, give them a try, whether it's at your local bar or restaurant, your local liquor store, your local retail store. Try Coppercraft gin, vodka, bourbon, whiskey. They got whatever you'd want. And they're absolutely killing it right now. It's worth just checking out. I've, I've tried it a bunch. I've given it to my friends. Everyone likes it. Try Coppercraft. They're over in Holland, Michigan. And, of course, you can check them out online at coppercraftdistillery.com. They're all over social media, too. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Just take a look at Coppercraft online. That's Coppercraft Distillery in Holland, Michigan. And in the category of are your fans assholes, I'm going to do something very rare here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say zero. 
I think Phoenix fans are some of the best fans in NBA basketball, along with Sacramento Kings fans before they got ruined. Golden State fans now are boners, but for years they sold out Oracle when that team wasn't good. That's true. When Vontigo Cummings was their best Oof. player. Hey, shout out to Adonal Foyle. I remember those teams. Sweet. Andres Beatriz. Beatrins. Beatrins. Yeah. Sweet. Avondrago box cut. Excellent. No, it's... Wayman Tisdale. Okay, you're done. <laughs> What about Michael Pietris, the French connection? Yes, of course. Right, my point is, Phoenix fans have done nothing wrong. Phoenix fans, to me, are absolute victims here. I'm going to give them the rare, rare score of zero accountability. They've tried everything. They've tried protests. They've tried not showing up. They've tried blindly supporting. They are trapped by the Antichrist of NBA owners, Robert Sarver. I'm going zero. I can't think of any bad examples off the top of my head or, or any crazy Phoenix fan stories like a lot of the, these other teams have. I can't think either. I would go zero. I would agree. We are going to go a flat zero. That's unheard of on this segment. All right, David, tally it up then. What is their score? And I have the scores of our previous editions. we got 9.75. Jesus, I can't believe we did that. <laughs> That would be a 25.25. Wow. 25.25. The Knicks and the Wizards are going to hold the top spot at 26.5. Suns will slot in at 25.5. The Florida slash Miami Marlins slotting in at 24 overall. All right. So uh, now, Roberto may have yawned during the Suns thing. Yeah. I'm going to try not to lose my mind during this. <laughs> Take me through this. Obviously, David, you have two young children. Roberto has kids that are probably relevant to this conversation. So the yours these phones, though, right? But we're going to be able to guess. First, we get to guess what the sure. word means. Yes, I'm going to give you the this word. This is a millennial slang term for all the parents out there. Yeah, from uh, this from the Thought Catalog website. The fuck is that? <laughs> Some website that has a, a story. Here's 77 millennial slang words that will have you shook. Even when you're young, it's hard to keep up with all the new millennial slang, but this list is here to help you fit in with the crowd. So I'm going to give you guys some words here. Tell me, you might know some of these, but tell me what your guess is and if you know what the hell these words are. <laughs> so let's start with one that I think some of you guys will know, and that's FOMO. I know that. FOMO's high on these C lists. Can I buzz in? Oh, yeah. I used to be called that all the time. No, no. FOMO. <laughs> oh. uh, fear of missing out. Yes. I know oh. that. I know that. Did you not know that, Roberto? I knew I know that. I knew. I've heard that used, though, in, in popular culture. No, because that's really, like, that's on the high level. You see that in magazines. God, I feel like I should stuff. be dressed in a gray, like, suit. I, I'm hip. I'm cool. I feel like <laughs> Dr. Evil. All right, but yes, I got one. I'm off the board. So what about, let me ask you this one, then. That's on here. Jomo. J-O-M-O. J-O-M-O? J-O-M-O. Joy of missing out? There you go. Good. Nice. See? The opposite of it. Yay! <laughs> Wait, so so kids are what? texting these things, though. Like, yes. this is... Oh, dear God. Yep. All right. All right, another one here. Darty. Uh, fuck you. Can you spell that? <laughs> Darty. D-A-R-T-Y. This is a big... Uh, this is actually a big, like, college word, college thing. Darty. Darty. Yes. Uh, I, now I'm I'm dead serious. My sister just graduated college. <laughs> she would know what it. She would know what it. I is. bet you money she would. I bet you she would, especially because where she went to school. Like a dirty and like obviously a dirty party. If she doesn't, if she doesn't pick up, she can. Uh, we can edit it out. But here, I don't give a damn. <laughs> oh, right is now. it like an oh. all dude party? Oh no! Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Wait. Hang on. Don't 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 do it. Hold on. I'm gonna find out. I'll see if she takes my call. She used to take all my calls. Now I'm kind of I'm, <laughs> I'm teetering on that loser zone. Nah. 
Got sent right to voicemail. Unbelievable. All right, I'll, All right, try, so I'll try her again later. But yeah, I, I, dirty. I have never heard my kid sister use that word. Neither of them. I got two younger sisters. I've never darty. So darty. It's a it's a big college thing. A darty simply describes a party that take pl- takes place during the daytime. A day party. A darty. That's oh, what it's that's, called. It see, often includes pools, tank tops, bikinis, or just no, da- or just day drinking at a college. But there's no. See, this is where people you've never used that, have you, Sully? No, I've heard it. Oh, I don't. I've no, I don't use it. No. No, my point is that <laughs> there was no reason to make that word. Right. <laughs> Just say party. Right. right. If the party starts during the day, well, no shit, it's a day party. This is where people hate millennials. Darty. Holy mercy. Next. All right. Oh. Next, David. I'm. I wonder if you'll know this one because you obviously are on social media just like I am. Finsta. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm, Finsta. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm getting ready to go do something or whatever. No, that's no. This is. You're talking about Finna. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, yeah, no, that's, Robert, no, that's what you're thinking about. Yeah. Okay, so you Finsta's this. That, here? You're oh. thinking about, like, I, yeah, I, I'm finna I'm go fin- get I'm something I'm finna go do yeah. something, yeah. Finsta is, I give you a hint, you know, social oh, it's media. Oh, about Instagram. Correct. Any guesses? And this, a lot of people, I didn't I didn't even know this one until, like, years ago, my little cousin said People's it, and I had to look it up. kids are talking like this? Finsta. I don't know. I thought it was like a you porn category. Wait, wait till you hear this description. Jesus Christ. Well, of course Roberto would think like that. Honestly, if there's anyone out there who wants to help Roberto, <laughs> please help him. Oh, man. David, he doesn't need pastoral counsel. He needs psychological yes, counsel. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah. So you guys have heard of like burner accounts, obviously, on social media, but this is somewhat similar. Finsta. Kevin Durant. Finsta is a term that is short for fake Instagram. The the term is misleading because the page is designed to show off the real aspects of your daily life that you wouldn't feel comfortable sharing with followers on a regular Instagram. (laughs) You lost me. Because we know how people are always trying to, you know, show their Instagram off like they live a life they don't. So Finsta's for the real life Instagram. See, the problem is I, I could bring something up here, but it would totally sidetrack the pod. Is mm. it, what Sully just brought up there is probably my biggest problem with, well, <laughs> second or third biggest problem with social media. Hey, go ahead. You can yell at me, Sully. I just I think all of it's bullshit. Right. I think everyone's trying to play pretend. No one's actually showing you the real life. Because they only want to show you the good shit or pretend shit. They're never going to show you the bad shit. Oh, of the course. The bad stuff that happens to you. you they, they never. People want to present this picture, and it ain't real. Like it's perfect. Dude, yeah. when I, like when I left social media, I mean, a big part of it was I just got tired of dealing with dickheads and assholes. And the other part was, truthfully, I started to dislike people that I actually like in real life. Yeah. By seeing what their social media persona was, I'm like, wow, I absolutely hate you. It's well, better if I don't see before this. We, <laughs> before we started recording, I was talking about that, that I'm actually considering taking mm-hmm. Facebook off of my phone. You absolutely should. As a baby yeah. step, just because I'm, I'm, you know, it's just, I'm telling I'm you, getting angry. The, Stop pleasuring the me The studies anymore. are going to come out, and maybe they already are. The damage that social media has done to our society, it's incalculable. And it will only be measured 15, 20 25 years down the line. I'm telling you. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I've been away from social media for years. I'm telling you, bro. Like, it's it, there's no point to it. Now, if I'm a kid in college, it's different. Go for it. You want to be on social media? It's how you link up with friends. It's how you get laid. It's how, whatever. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Man, I'm 38 years old. What the hell am I doing on social media? How many pictures of your goddamn baby do I need to see? And here's a newsflash. It ain't cute. Stop putting it up there. 
And now I'm yeah, yeah, I'm in all these weird things on like the marketplace. I'm getting all these swap things for sale and people are posting oh my God. clothes and shit. I don't I don't need all that, nah, man. I'm telling you. But we, what you said about it, people posting fake life. A few years ago they had that it was called the Bow Wow Challenge. What the yes. hell? Is, and oh, what hold, it, on. And hold what on. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, thank you for calling me back. Hold on. I am I'm live on the podcast right now and I have a question for you. Sully is doing a millennial dictionary. Have you ever texted or said the following term darty? You have. <laughs> I, I told you. Ask her what ask her to define it in her words. Can you define darty? It's a day party. Yes, okay. I knew. I told you she would. All right, I want to congratulate you that you're no longer my sister, and I will speak with you later. Dirty. Hold on, Sully. Give me one more. Let let me let me just see if I've totally lost faith in, in her. V. He's just said the word V to me. If you say V, good. Do you ever say V, good? Uh, that's a hard no from her. But she knows what it is. Do you know what that is? No, she does not know. Very good. Yeah, people say oh, instead of very. Said, okay, yeah. she knows. So, all right, she said very good. You can't she does say not the word it. very. That's too <laughs> yeah, much. Right, right, right. right. All right, here I'm going to test you on one more because I'm I'm enduring this segment right now. Um, here we go for for four hundred. Here we go. Finsta. Have you ever used the turd? The turd. The term Finsta. No, she yeah, thinks that, that's that, stupid. That's a really younger younger okay. one. I thought um, it was Finsta on you. Fi okay, you're done. <laughs> Okay, she says she knows what many of these are, but thinks they're dumb. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Okay, thank you. Great talking with you, and uh, appreciate your consultation. Thank you. All right, David, thanks you as well. All right, <laughs> love you. Bye. I knew she'd know what Darty is, especially where she, you know, college. I got to tell you, at least she redeemed herself a little bit later by telling me she doesn't use a lot of these. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like I have to allow Darty. <laughs> okay, carry on. Okay, let's, let's use this word. Uh, Mike, you use this on air sometimes, but how would you define it? A millennial word, woke. Oh, that's me making fun of people. When yeah. I say, oh, let me show how woke I if am. You're wo if, if you say, hey, you're woke, Please if someone's form. woke. Uh, it's someone trying to pretend that they are super, super, like, overly, t overly compassionate, overly uh, aware of all social issues, yeah. overly... Um, well, compassionate is understanding, but it's like this idea that you're always on the right side of every argument yes. because you are super woke. That there's not a social issue that you even have a remote thought that would challenge the social norm or the majority. You are woke. You're woke to everyone's cause. Thoughts and prayers and yep. I stand with you and <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe this. And it's, it's almost like being woke requires being outraged. Yeah, exactly. So the exact millennial dictionary definition is being aware of current affairs. No. Bullshit. Well, that that's the same type of thing. It's, it's, being, a, it's, a, it's, it's acting like you're really aware, even though you have yes. only a baseline intelligence it's of an it and knowledge. It's an abbreviated And it comes with a huge, heaping, dripping spoonful of self-righteousness. <laughs> <laughs> Stay woke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, the days are getting a little longer around here. Put those extra hours of sunlight to work by saving you more money. You can reduce your power bill with help from Power Own Solar, the number one residential solar provider in Michigan, one of the top solar installation companies in the nation. Power Home installs American-made panels, 30-year warranty, allowing you to own your power, not just rent it from the power company. As an official partner of the Lions, the company installed solar panels at Ford Field and Allen Park, and they seek to continue building a movement towards cleaner, greener energy by seeing if solar is right for your home. Go to powerhome.com. That's powerhome.com or give them a call. 
Solar 15 to schedule your free solar consultation today. Don't rent your power, own it with help from Power Home Solar. This next one, I want to, Roberto, I want you to go first on this. Okay. What does the word thirsty mean? I know that one. So it's different from actual, like, is, thir- I don't know, is of, it? Of, of drinking. What, what is the let word me, thirsty? Let mean? me give you a hint bogey. Bogey would be thirsty. <laughs> sully, sully, single sully. <laughs> oh, you're like, you're looking to like just smash all the time? That's right. Thirsty equals horny. There wow. Is. Yep. Boy, am I thirsty. That's why he had you go first. <laughs> In more ways than one, you're thirsty. Yeah, these I'm, pretzels are I'm, making me thirsty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this porno is making me thirsty. <laughs> Roberto's going to use that every day now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Now, that oh, one I like. Wow. I like that. Whatever happened to the old school stuff? It is remarkable. Honestly, when you... You know what's funny? I was introduced to this the other day. Are you guys familiar? Hey, this is totally... Like, you want the opposite of millennial? Are you guys aware of a guy from reality TV named Big Time Tommy? Big Time Tommy Ramola? No. He was on a show called Carfellas. Like, Roberto might appreciate this, but if you want to know, every guy I grew up with, like all the cousins... All the, quote, uncles who really weren't my uncle, but we called them uncle. What every guy was like, it's this guy. Like, when we're talking about these millennial words, the other side of it, like, let me ask you a question. I had a video sent to me. Can, <laughs> I'm looking at this guy right now. Hold on. Can I, can I play audio from someone's <laughs> video? Is that legal on this podcast? Uh, probably not. Even, what, if, are, what if you access the, the social media, which is out there to be played for all? Probably. Okay, well, why don't you do... All right, Sully, you have Instagram, yeah, it's right? it's their own property, yeah. All right, I was I was showed this. Do, do yourself a favor. Pull, pull this up on your phone. His, it, just type in Big Time Tommy. The, people, stay with me. You're going to enjoy this. You want to see the opposite of these millennial words? Boy, is he big time. Listen, wait till you hear him talk, though. Roberto, this is every guy on Fifth Ave from where I'm from. And my Fifth Ave was not like Fifth Ave in New York City. You are thinking two different things. But that's how or I... Or that's what yeah. I think of when I tell you about Joey Diaz. He's kind of the same. Okay, kind of all right. So maybe this is that type of guy. Right. Hold on. Oh, T O M M I E. Yeah, yeah. It's Big Time Tommy, and he was on a show called Carfellas. So once I got showed one of these vids, I I started doing research on this guy. And there's videos all over the internet. This guy, you want to talk about old school? His phrase is old school. He lives the old school life, as he says it. Hold on. Sully needs to turn this on high and put it right up to the microphone, because I'm telling you, Mike, literally. Which video is it? Any of them. I've never seen <laughs> oh, a video wow. of this guy that isn't redeeming. Just just crank it and play it for the people. How you doing, Instagram? It's big time, Tommy. Here's my thought of the day. For all you kids out there that are writing to me and telling me that I'm an inspiration, I just want you guys to know... It's the last month of finals. You guys go out there and you go and you put your head right down to them books and you grind it out. Anything that you guys want to achieve is possible. If you could dream it, you could achieve it. Just believe in yourself. You got to. He's like like Guido Tony Robbins. He finishes these videos. You know what he says? Believe in yourself. You got a couple more weeks left, and you guys just put your head down to it, and you guys get through them uh, tests. All right? You guys are going to do great. 
and achieve big things in life. Always, always do it the old school way. Make America old school again. <laughs> OS for life. What, he, what does he mean by that? The best part, he finishes a lot of these with take it ease. <laughs> Take it easy. Just say take it easy. This dude is unreal. Like this guy is a legend. And I don't know where I, now. I don't know where he is or what he's doing. The point is, we were talking about all these young words, and I got showed this this weekend by one of my sisters. So naturally, I I, I was like, Dad, you got to check this dude out. Like this dude is like all of your old cousins back home. <laughs> this guy's about three bills. He's got on like Easy. sunglasses when it's cloudy. And he is big just cigar. Oh, this guy's a dude, big time Tommy Romola. This guy's a legend. Mm. A legend. What the hell is the old school life? I don't even know what that means. Yeah. OG. It's amazing. D David, have you seen this guy? I have not seen this guy. Oh, dude. Paul, wow. Paul, I know you're you you gotta have access to it. You need to see this cat. <laughs> Take it easy. Who says that? <laughs> Was he at a party, by the way? Giving advice on school and this studying. This life is a party. <laughs> Roberto's obsessed now. Now Roberto's going to want him on oh, the yeah. pod. I'm going to watch everything. Okay. All right. Do you want to finish up with a couple millennial terms and then we'll rock and roll? Yeah, but listen, let's do a couple more real quick. If you want to laugh, go peep out this dude's videos. Big time Tommy Ramola. I think it's spelled R-I-M-O-L-A. Ramola. Holy right. mercy. What about on fleek? Someone says on fleek. I've heard that on it's television like perfect, before. Like something perfect. like yeah, like when people comment about their hairdo. Fashionable. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My sons use that. Good looking. No, they, do wait, they, your do they kids say that? use that? My hair's on fleek. You yeah. allow that? <laughs> what am I gonna? Believe me, they say way worse things than that. If they just said that, I'd be in good shape. That's fair. Do you guys know the acronym TBH? To be honest. Yep. Ah. Okay. Good. Damn, David. Good. That's no, a popular I, one. I, I didn't. I'm sorry. Let's let's end with uh, with one that is kind of a combination of two words. Trill. That's a rap term. Someone says trill. What does that mean? That was the former quarterback at Texas A&M, Kenny Trill. Trill. I don't yeah. know what it means though. Combina and it was Kenny Hill, but they said Kenny Trill, so it me it's got to mean something good. Com trill is a combination of true and real. There's mm. no. That's so unnecessary. Is dripping on your Not, list? Give me two more. Give me more big time, Tommy. Oh, I'm like, go ahead, carry on. All right, so, so you guys should know this one. SMH for an acronym. Shaking my head. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh that's... my god, I see that all the time. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> SMH. I, I'm always trying to figure it out. I thought it was like so much hate. Or oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh my I god. have no idea. I'm always like, why are people putting that? What does that mean? Why so hateful? Yeah, that's a popular one. What else? So much hate. Hangry? Hungry and angry. Yeah. But that's not, I don't know, that's like pop culture. What yeah. if someone says, I'm Gucci? I have no fucking idea. I good. say that all the time. Yep. I'm good. Yep. Yeah. Do they say that don't one too? That well, one. well, how does Gucci mean good? Don't ask me. I don't know. Good, <laughs> how good, did you well, know that? Feeling so fine. Cool. Yeah. It, Context clues. People use it around me and I figured it out. What the hell? I'm feeling more. Uh, can I? Be, can I? Can I just? Can you guys make a promise to me as as friends, not only coworkers but friends, people I've had in my home, people I I like, I genu genuinely care about each of you. <laughs> if I ever say the phrase "I'm Gucci", I'm Gucci. <laughs> slap the ever loving shit out of me. You got a deal. I'm Gucci. So what will your kids what? say in context to Roberto? Your yeah, kids like say that? Yeah, like you've good. lost cabin pressure. They, they won something in Fortnite or they won, you know, or something. Mm -hmm. I hear them within an earshot <laughs> saying that.
That's why I wonder, is is dripping on that list? Because I've heard dripping used, somebody's used that to me before. Oh, you're too hard, like the new song. You're you're dripping today. Like, what? Oh, that's like in jewelry, right? Like diamonds? Right. All right, last one. Thirst trap. (laughs) What? Thirst, Thirst trap. What the hell is that? Okay, so we know thirst means horny. That's why this would be good to end with. So you're like, you can't get laid or something? <laughs> no, like, no, the, the millennial term for that I'm is thirst Roberto. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so Roberto right now. What's that? Let's Lonely. create that. Lonely and in the basement on the internet. <laughs> millennial uh, for socially perverted. <laughs> I'm just so Roberto right now. Is I'm going to a darty. I'm just so Roberto. <laughs> darty. Holy shit. Is it similar to getting catfished? Yes. Actually, David, it, there's part of me that yes. thinks in secret David talks like this no, and just no, won't, I, no. and just See, won't cop I, this to one, it. This one makes, I didn't even, I I've even never heard this. Means. I've never heard this, but it makes <gasps> sense. But yeah, David, that's actually a really good guess. What is catfish? So there's like a show it. about it. It's where people like try to Steal meet people online. Yeah, they try, and they're not the person they right. say they are. Yeah. So, like, they take a fake identity. I, I've seen it. It's 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 a TV show. It doesn't interest me. It creeps me out, frankly. Really good guess, David. So, thirst trap is a sexy photograph or flirtatious message posted on social media. Mm. A thirst trap. Gotta yeah, be Roberto. careful about that on Instagram. Roberto's yeah. all about that. Oh, I'd fall for that. In two <laughs> if any seconds. of you would like to offer Roberto a thirst trap, yeah. he can be reached at what is your Instagram? Or, <laughs> you're all over social <laughs> media. <laughs> at Vinyl Prince. I don't even have Instagram. Yeah, R- R- Roberto. <laughs> you know, what? screw it. One more bonus one. This is perfect for Roberto. All right, thick, last with, one. thick with two C's. T-H-I-C-C. <laughs> Thick with two C's. Wow. That means someone with curves. It does? Why don't you just say it's just... She's thick. T-H-I-C-K. No, she's thick. Exactly. Oh, my. <laughs> there you go. Millennial Dictionary. Uh, I would encourage you not to let your children speak this way. This is nonsense. This 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 makes Ebonics look like Shakespeare. So wait till this we walk... ridiculous. Wait till we walk out of the studio. The first thing I'm going to say right in the middle of the office is... God damn it, I'm so thirsty right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably a good place to stop this. See ya. All right, thanks for listening as always. uh, Please rate, review, subscribe, pass it along. um, And and maybe at some point when we are deemed worthy, we will expand it to a week. Radio.com and iTunes, and we'll talk to you next week on Always Aggravated.